Blog Talk Radio. Praise God and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. My name is Brother Emmett Overton. I want to thank every last one of you for listening to me. I thank you for all the support. God bless every last one of you. We have a powerful teaching, and I am teaching this late at night, and I'm bringing it to you the same day. I taught this at 1 o'clock in the morning, and I'll be bringing another one tonight at 1 in the morning because I have personal business to take care of. Now I don't want it to get in the way of the ministry. Two subjects that Christians don't like to deal with. One, the Sabbath. One is the Sabbath. Two, sufferings. we deal with the Sabbath tonight. That's not so. We know we, we ain't seven, seven days of vintage with Sabbath keepers. We keep the Sabbath. We believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We believe in the evidence of speaking in tongues. We believe in interpretation. We believe in all the nine gifts of the Bible. We believe in sanctification, justification, reconciliation. We believe that we're in the fifth trumpet. This is the time of teaching. And we believe that the wrath of God is coming very quickly upon the world with this evil. And I thank the Lord for saving me. I thank him for delivering me from cocaine. I thank him for delivering me from heroin. I thank him for delivering me from snuff. I thank him for delivering me from cigarettes, Newport's 100s. Thank God. I thank him for delivering me from crack cocaine, which was a very powerful, powerful spirit to be delivered from. I am grateful to be 62 years of age, still on earth, and I'm not in hell, and you are too. So I'll be doing late broadcasts because Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I'm dealing with depositions. Tomorrow, I have to go to a doctor at a certain time, and it'll be time normally where I'm preparing to study for evenings of services that we have on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, whenever the Lord moves us here at Live Deliverance in that radio. So in order for me to be a blessing, this is a ministry. I work full time. And believe me, it's a faith walk. It is a faith walk full time ministry. And if you are teaching the word of God, the unadulterated word of God, God will bless it. And you don't have to look at people worry about how something's going to get done because he's going to honor his word. The emphasis here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio is to get you to read the Bible. That's an emphasis that God has been putting upon my heart every day. It's just been banging at me, banging at me. You have to read the Word of God. We're going to be talking about two subjects that Christians don't even want to deal with. And it is amazing that these two subjects are very, very important for Christian life and Christian's blessings. 
but yet Christians reject it. I've seen so many people pick certain things out the Bible. We don't believe in that here in Live Deliverance in that radio. Only thing that we don't do is I don't have to go out and if I commit a sin, go take a cat or a rat or a goat and cut it. I don't have to do that no more. Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice. We still believe in the Old Testament still applicable. There are so much misconception and misteaching out here. It's pitiful. Uh, there are so many doctrines out here that are so far away from Scripture that it is sickening to my stomach. And what we try to do here with Brother Tommy, who teaches out of Finland, doing a wonderful job. We have a, a deliverance minister that's ordained through this ministry. And the Lord, teach, the Lord Jesus taught him. I didn't teach him. The Lord Jesus taught Sister Dirty, and I didn't teach him. I didn't teach her. I don't get credit for teaching nobody. The Holy Spirit teaches us. I believe in being humble. I don't believe in prosperity doctrine. I don't believe in name it, claim it, tag it, and God is going to give it to you because the Bible speaks of some things that I'm about to say that most Christians don't even want to talk about. Neither do they want to have it in their conversation. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, Yeshua, the Messiah, how God has anointed Yeshua with the Holy Ghost, and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, Acts 10.38. Lord, I thank you for uh, blessing all of us this day. We come and ask you to forgive us for all of our sins. In 1 John 1.9, your word says that we confess our fault, that you are just and able to forgive us for all our sins. Lord, we come in the name of Jesus, and we ask that you forgive us for our sins that we may have committed against you. Come, Holy Spirit, and teach the truth of your word. We bind every demonic force and every demonic spirit that will try to bring interference to this teaching. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Two subjects that's not popular to Christians. One, sufferance. Two, the Sabbath. We're going to deal with both of them t t t this morning at 1.15. Again, I have to adjust my schedule on Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. I will not be doing any deliverance with anybody on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. I can't. I have a deposition. We've moved everything to Friday night. We'll be uh, doing deliverance at 6.30 in the evening. We'll start and we'll be through about 12. I do about 16 hours a day here. Pray for me. I need your prayers. I need, I need you to pray for me through my uh, trials that I'm going through. And uh, pray that uh, the Lord carry me through these uh, legal matters that will take care of my physical uh, disability that happened in the military. And pray that the, the Lord will strengthen me and protect me. This is a very, very, very beautiful ministry. But being a Christian ain't easy either. So I need prayer. Amen? All right, let's first look at this Sabbath thing. And uh, it is amazing to me that I can see pastors pray in tongues, interpretate the tongues, prophesy, cast out demons, very well anointed men, but yet don't even recognize the Sabbath. 
it's like Christians look at me like I'm I'm strange. I used to be like that. Now I come from Roman Catholicism. Thank God I'm out of that. That's I come out of Roman Catholicism. I knew nothing about the Sabbath day. I never knew anything about the Sabbath day. Uh, this happened to me being at the hospital when God was calling me into the ministry of deliverance. And the Lord was dealing with me about the Sabbath, and he was giving me a lot of scriptures. And when I went to Israel, that got it. Because a Jewish sister named Ruthie taught me about the Sabbath. And as I studied the scriptures, the Lord began to show me about the Sabbath. Now, where are the pastors who teach on Sunday? What, they don't see anything in the Bible about the Sabbath? Why is it they don't give scriptures about it? Well, you say it's all in the Old Testament. No, there's something in the New Testament, too, that speaks about the Sabbath. So we need to really deal with this before we move to the sufferings. Because don't nobody want to suffer. Everybody is coming to the Lord for the wrong purpose. And if you come to God with the wrong purpose in your heart, I guarantee you, you're going to wind up getting mad at God and you're going to backslide. We have a format in the United States and these United States that teaches all types of doctrine that is so far from Scripture. For a person to teach prosperity ministry and teach people that the God we have can only give us stuff once we pay him some money, that we're going to get healed. That doesn't make sense because you're bought with a price. And to see these prosperity teachers and the denominational Baptist teachers, the traditional churches, international Pentecostal uh, non-denomination churches, all of them in there on a the Sunday. I don't see, I've been to 20, 20 churches. And sometimes on Sundays I'll just go into church and just set it in there. And I say, this is pitiful. I don't say nothing. I don't say nothing about live deliverance in that radio. This is how I can find out what the devil is doing. You see, we are in a war. And this war is very real. And if you don't know the Bible, you are going to be taken out. God gives us a day of rest. The world never rests. Sunday is in the Bible one time. How many times is Sunday in the Bible? What Bible verses worship Sunday? Where is it at? The first day, John 21, but that doesn't mean worship. Luke 24, 1, Mark 16, 9, Mark 16, 1 and 2. You have to be able to rightly divide the word of truth. But why is it that pastors don't even want to teach this? I'm going to teach it. And we're going to teach about suffering because God wants you to take a time in a day to rest your body. I work long hours and I deal with evil spirits every day. Every day. I don't have the time to just go and just rest all day. I wish I could. But my Sabbath, I teach 
Jesus taught on the Sabbath. I rest after I teach. Well, why is it that Christians don't know anything about this? Well, let's see what the Bible says. And we're going to look at some Old Testament scriptures first. And then we're going to look at some New Testament scriptures first about the Sabbath. And then we're going to move on about suffering. These are two subjects that Christians, uh, this ain't popular. Suffering is what God can do for you. What the Lord can do for you. Lord, what you going to do for me? What you going to do? Well, what you going to do for him? Always asking God for manum. Always using a blessing as in, only in finances. A blessing is when you're healthy. This is why I don't like the prosperity ministry. It doesn't recognize all forms of prosperity. It only zero ends on money and use that as prosperous. That's being rich, but the Bible speaks of a lot of things about rich people. Okay? Jesus speaks of a lot of things about rich people. In uh, Mark chapter 10, verse 23, and Jesus looked around about and said unto his disciples, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? And the disciples were astonished at his words, but Jesus answered again and said unto them, Children, how hard is it for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. This is why I don't teach prosperity. Prosperity is not based in the spiritual realm on how much money you have. I live on faith. I pray and I ask the Lord when I ask for an offering, I don't get on here and try to hustle you out your money, use scriptures to get you to see about giving. I don't have to do that. I trust in the Lord that he would meet the needs to keep this radio ministry. And I have sacrificed. I don't make a lot of money. Whatever I get, I have to put it into the radio station. <clears throat> it takes about $1,000 a month to run this radio station. That includes light bill, constantly stay on, internet service, IP provider, malware, technical assistance, When you're teaching people wrong, you're going to be judged. This is why God keeps telling me to tell people, can you go and study for yourself? See if it's right about what I'm saying. We're going to talk about prosperity doctrine. I'm going to talk about it. I'm definitely going to talk about it within two weeks. The Bible says seek not to become rich. Well, why is it that people are so prone to that? and not the Sabbath. Let's look at what the word says in Sabbath. We're going to first start out of the book of Exodus. Hey, I got me a new Bible. Life in the Spirit, King James Version. Get it? This is what I study out of. I study out of Life in the Spirit Bible. King James. Study the King James Version. Well, it's difficult to understand. That's why you need to do it, so the Spirit can give you the revelation to it. The Spirit has to give you revelation. Now, I would like for you to turn. 
we're going to open this thing up about the Sabbath and look at some scriptures in the Old Testament. And then we're going to look at some scripture in the New Testament to solidify that Jesus Christ has never changed the Sabbath. That is not biblical. See, I'm a biblical teacher. I'm, now, if you think I'm going to entertain you and have you laughing and jumping and riding your emotion, that's not happening here. I'm an instructor. I'm trying to give you information so that you can obey God and be blessed and get healed and rejuvenate yourself on the Sabbath because God did it, God wrote it, and God has not uh, sealed that out. Because in Hebrews, Jesus says he did not write it out. He kept the Sabbath, and I'll show that to you in the Bible. Let's first take this journey to Exodus. And we're going to go to Exodus chapter 31, verse 14 and 15. Okay. Exodus 31, verse 14. And ye shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, for it is holy unto you. Everyone that defileth it shall surely be put to death. For whosoever does any work therein, thou soul shall be cut off from among his people. Now this is in the Old Testament. This has not, no, this has not been notified because Jesus says he's Lord of Sabbath. Now let's look at the seriousness of these so-called pastors who are anointed and overlook a powerful force that can bless you, get you healed, restore you to fight another day, give you energy, minister to you on that day of rest, and yet they don't teach it. For whosoever does any work therein, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Six days may work be done, but in the seventh is the Sabbath of rest. Holy to the Lord, whosoever does it, any work in the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. That is still applied today. And here, most of you who still who listen to me are going on church on the wrong day. And if you got a problem with that, you got a problem with Scripture. You ain't got a problem with me. Because... I got the scripture to bag it up. And all scripture has been given by inspiration of God for correction. 2 Timothy 3.15 Wherefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generation for a perpetual covenant. Now, we're going to go to Numbers chapter 15. We can go to Numbers and 
and we're going to chapter 15, and we're going to look at verse 32 through 36. Stoning the Sabbath breaker. They would stone him. You better be glad we're in the grace. Even though Jesus has not changed the Sabbath, he changed the law of the Sabbath. But it's a spiritual day of rest because in the law, this is what would happen to you if you didn't observe the Sabbath. Remember, Jesus notified the being uh, stoned on the Sabbath. It is still a sin to Sabbath, but not being stoned. We're under grace. This was in the uh, uh, Old Testament. There was no grace. Because the Holy Spirit did not go amongst the Holy of Holies until Jesus died at Golgotha. And the Holy Spirit broke forth. And we're under the new covenant. But the Sabbath is still applicable. It's not the, the physical punishment. It's just not applicable. But the spiritual sin of it is when you don't honor it. You are committing a sin. But you, you want to holler and jump on people about fornication and adultery and lust and all these other uh, sin. All sin is me is the sin. I don't care what it is. But you want to down them, but yet you don't even want to read the Sabbath. You don't even want to honor the Sabbath. You don't even want to teach your members, but you want to tell them to live right. And you ain't doing what the Word says. You call yourself a preacher. You preachers, start studying the Sabbath. You study everything else. And while the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they found a man that gathered sticks upon the Sabbath day. And they that found him gathered sticks, brought him unto Moses and Aaron, and unto all the congregation. But they put him in ward, because it was not declared what should be done to him. And the Lord said unto Moses, The man shall be surely put to death, all the congregation shall stone him with stones without the camp. And all the congregation brought him without the camp and stoned him with stones, and he died as the Lord commanded Moses. Now, if that is not serious, I don't know what serious is, but you so-called pastors, you don't want to talk about that to your church. We're going to give you one more in the Old Testament, and then we're going to dive into the New Testament. we got two more out the Old Testament. We're going to go to Isaiah chapter 58, verse 13. Isaiah 58, verse 13. If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasures on my holy day, this is God's holy day. I'm not trying to make you become the Sabbath. The Sabbath was here before me. This is God's holy day. I said God. I didn't say Eddie Long, T.D. Jakes, Joel Osteen. Don't none of them worship on Saturday. None of them. Not one of them, and mostly you who listen to me, set none of some, some Sunday service. Come out of that mess. 
I don't care how known that they are. You need to obey God. They get on you about everything. They get on you about not tithing. Forgive your husband. You know, don't phony case. Stay away from sin. Get this demon cast out. Do this. But they'll never tell you nothing about the Sabbath. You need to rest on that day. It's a holy day. That, but, but, but nobody teaches this. The church is messed up, man. And I believe that God is no longer in these buildings. We don't need... If y'all trying to start a church, we don't need no more preachers with these buildings. Okay? Because all it is is a form of control. Fleshly control over spiritual people who follow a man instead of Jesus' word. If he's a real pastor, he would teach this. They know that this is in the Bible. How can this be controversial when it's not? It's scripture. It's a way of living. If thou shalt turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord honorable, and shall honor him, not doing thy own ways, nor finding thy own pleasure, nor speaking thy own words, then shall thou delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth, and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father. But the mouth of the Lord has spoken, and Jacob was very blessed. Now, we're going to deal with a very, very important one in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 19 to 27 about the Sabbath. And then we're going to go to the New Testament. Go to the book of Jeremiah, and I want you to turn to Jeremiah Chapter 17, verse 19. Again, I have to do these sermons at night. I have a lot on my plate with some personal issues with the VA, attorneys, civil, some things. I'm dealing with the radio ministry. I say a prayer. We're trying to get back with our license back on YouTube. We're all on YouTube out of Finland, but we want to get total uh recompenses for what they did. They took me off air by teaching the word of God and I proved it. So there's a lot going on that people don't see that I'm dealing with and my own personal life. So please bear with me this week. This is going to be a week that some things popped up with my, my, my personal thing that my lawyer told me was going to happen. That's why I left Jamaica to come here and it's about, it, it's here now. So this is why I'm teaching at one 35 in the morning I got to go to bed wake up do a lot of things and then boom I got to get ready to prepare for a deposition and this is why we're teaching at night here and the schedule will change as soon as all of my personal issues concerning this these things get out the way and I can get back on my regular schedule but it's a blessing because I don't care what time I teach the word long as I teach it and long as you learn something all right Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 19. The observance, Sabbath observed, or Sabbath observance stressed. Thus says the Lord unto me, Go and stand in the gate of the children of the people, whereby the king of Judah come in, and by that which they go out. And in all the gates of Jerusalem, and say unto them, Hear ye the words of the Lord, ye kings, and Judah, and Judah, and all inheritance of Jerusalem, that enter in by these gates. 
Thus says the Lord, take heed to yourself and bear not burdensome on the Sabbath day, nor bring it in by the gates of Jerusalem. God don't want you to bring these personal problems you got, what you're dealing with Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He said, leave that there and come up unto me so he can give you rest, so he can nourish you, so he can fellowship. That's a powerful day of fellowshipping with the Lord. We ain't talking about AT&T and your bills and how you're going to pay your water bill. We ain't talking about none of that on that day. We ain't talking about no entertainment. See, that's the problem with Americans. Americans like to be entertained. I'm not in the entertainment. I ain't got time to be in it. I'm dealing with demons. I don't have time to be entertaining. I don't entertain. Ain't nothing for me to do out there. I done done all that. I am devoted for one thing. The gospel of Jesus of Nazareth, who he's entrusted me to teach the word, Second Thessalonians 2.4. He has entrusted me to teach this. And to whom much is given, much is required. And I take this position very serious. I am not teaching nobody no incorrect bull crap dung. I'm not doing it. I don't have time to go to no movies. I ain't got time to go to no skating. I ain't got time to go to no aquariums. I ain't got time for that. I have to work. Only little pleasure that I get is when September comes, the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's my fun. And after that game over with, boom, I'm right back in my ministry. We got a lot of work to do. Most Christians don't know how important it is to understand this wonderful day that can restore you and get you healed. I got healed on the Sabbath. I got healed on the Sabbath. Thus says the Lord, Take heed to yourself and bear no burden on the Sabbath, Sabbath day, nor bring it by the gates of Jerusalem, neither carry forth a burden out of your houses on the Sabbath day, neither do ye any work, but hollow ye the Sabbath day as I command your fathers. He, what he's saying is leave all of that alone, all your problems on this between 6.30 and 6.30 Shabbat. Shabbat starts Friday at 6.30 and Saturday at 6.30. Leave the bills alone, the problems you got with your husband, how your child with them demons in him acting up and how you acting up with Jezebel in you and how he acting up with Ahab in him. Uh, how this other demon is in you and lust and gluttony and unforgiveness, all this, leave that behind and come into rest where God can show you all your demons, how to straighten out your problem, how to handle your business, how to function with him in fellowship is a wonderful day with the Sabbath. You know, I can reflect as the Lord showed me all of my errors on the Sabbath. I got healed on the Sabbath day. I got healed. I've seen people get healed on this day. And I will make void the council of Judah and Jerusalem in this place, and I will cause them to fall by the sword before their enemies, and their hands of them that seek their lives and their carcasses will I give to be meat for fowls of the heaven and for the beasts of the earth. And I will make the city desolate and hasten everyone that passes thereby shall be astonished and hissed because of all his plagues, therefore. See, you can't mess around with the Sabbath. Now, let me show you something.
let me make sure I got this right. Okay. Thus says the Lord unto me, go and stand at the gates of the children of the people whereby the kings of Judah come in, and by that which they go out, and all the gates of Jerusalem, and say unto them, Hear ye the word of the Lord, ye kings of Judah and Judea, and in the inhabitations of Jerusalem, that enter in by these gates. Thus says the Lord, Take heed to yourselves, and bear no burden on the Sabbath day. Don't come with God with that. Rest. Some of you don't even know how to shut down. You're wired up. You need a tranquilizer to put you to sleep. Some of you can't sleep. You got PTSD. I had that. If you rest on the Sabbath, you can get healed from it. You know how I got healed from schizophrenia? Meditating on the Sabbath and asking the Lord to reveal to me, how did I get schizophrenia? And he showed me through my bloodline. There's a lot of powerful things that can happen on a day if you can set yourself at home and believe it is the Sabbath. You can't even do that Tell me I pray about it. I've had people tell me, well, they'll pray about it. There's nothing to pray about. How are you going to pray about something that God has instituted us to do? When I hear that, when I hear Christians say they'll pray about it, that, they'll just throw you off and say, okay, what else you got? Because they don't believe it. So don't y'all come tell me you're going to pray about it. Ain't nothing to pray about. This is in the Bible. The seventh day, and bring it by the gates of Jerusalem. Neither carry forth a burden out of your house on the Sabbath day, neither do ye any work. But hollow ye the Sabbath day as I commanded your fathers. But they obey not, neither incline their ear, but made their neck, neck stiff that they might not hear nor receive instructions. And it shall come to pass, if you diligently hearken unto me, says the Lord, to bring no burden through the gates of the city on the Sabbath day, but hollow the Sabbath day to do no work therein. Then shall there enter into the gates of the king of the city's kings and princes sitting upon the throne of David, riding a chariot and horses there, and their princes and the men in Judah and inhabitation of Jerusalem all the city shall remain forever. And they shall come from the cities of Judah and from the places of Jerusalem and from the land of Benjamin and from the plains, from the mountains and from the south, bringing burnt offerings and sacrifices and meat offerings and incense and bringing sacrifices of praise unto the house of the Lord. But if you will not hearken unto me to hallow the Sabbath day and not to bear a burden, even entering in the gates of Jerusalem on the Sabbath day, then will I kindle a fire in the gate therefore, and it shall devour the place of Jerusalem. It shall be quenched. It shall not be quenched. This is a serious day to God. Now, that's Old Testament. Now, let's go to New Testament. The first one we're going to go to, we're going to see what Jesus says about the Sabbath. Now, all of this is in the Bible. That's the Old Testament. Don't forget now, we are not under the law. We're under grace. And some of you may say, well, that's the Sabbath day. That's in the Old Testament. But it also speaks of it in the New Testament because Jesus said he's Lord of Sabbath. Only thing that he did away with it is that if you, don't, if you sin on the Sabbath, you don't get stoned by God no more. That's the only thing. You commit fornication, spiritual fornication, physical fornication. You commit gluttony. You steal. 
You have unforgiveness. You get them sins forgiven. You ain't getting stoned. But in the Old Testament, they will stone you if you committed adultery. You better thank God that we're all under his grace. So let's look at the Sabbath in the New Testament under the New Covenant. Yeshua, Jesus, the Son of God from Israel. Jesus, the Lord of Sabbath. Let me say this again. Jesus. Now, a lot of you people go into church on Sunday, and you go in where he's not the Lord of Sabbath. Jesus is not the Lord of Sabbath on no Sunday. And you're going to force God to bring miracles on the first day when he hollowed the seventh day? Seven is the perfect number of God. They ain't going to work. This is why you ain't seeing too many miracles on Sunday. You see a little here and there, you know, God honoring their faith. But he's, un, un, he's very displeased at you when you're up in here on some Sunday. And you can blow a sofa and don't, and don't know nothing about the Sabbath. Man, that's amazing. I see people. I say, well, don't they know that they do this on the Sabbath? But they can blow it, but why don't they teach me if you can blow this on the Sabbath? <laughs> boy, boy, boy. Let's go to um, Let's go to uh, Mark, and we're going to deal with Jesus dealing with the Sabbath and how the Pharisees were trying to trick him because when you get hungry, you can eat on the Sabbath if you're hungry. There ain't no sin to do that. Let's see how Jesus dealt with the Pharisees, and let's see what he said about the Sabbath. Let's start at Mark chapter 2, verse 23. And it came to pass that he went through the cornfield, on the Sabbath day, see this here, this is Jesus, and his disciples began as they went to pluck the ears of corn. They was hungry. They was hungry. If you're hungry on the Sabbath, you can get something to eat. They was hungry. See, see, it's not taught right. And the Pharisees said unto him, Behold, why do they on the Sabbath day that which is not lawful? And he said unto them, Have you read what David did when he had need and was hungry? He and they that were with him, how he went into the house of God in the days of Abelai, the high priest, and did eat the shoe bread, which is not lawful to eat, but the priests, and gave also to them which was with him. It wasn't sinful because they had to live. God is not no God going to wipe you out because you're hungry. If you're hungry, you can eat on the Sabbath. That's all Jesus was saying to these Pharisees. But they were trying to trick them. Well, it's the Sabbath. You can't eat on it. Yes, you can eat on the Sabbath day. He just said that. They was hungry. You go get you something to eat. And he said unto them, the Sabbath was made for man. See, it was made for us. And not man for the Sabbath. So it ain't made for us indirectly. It's made for God so that we can inherit the blessings through him because our life is hidden in Christ, according to Colossians 3.3. 3. 
to inherit the spiritual blessings that can come upon you on this day. Would you please try it? You Christians who are worshiping on Sundays, I ask you in the name of Jesus, 630, can you just shut some things down and just rest? Just stay in the Word. Put the bills, put the computers down. Watch, leave the TV alone and, and just rest and read the Word and pray in the Holy Spirit and just talk to God. I talk to the Lord all the time. This is a very lonely ministry. I don't have a family. I don't have a wife. I'm ostracized sometimes. I'm rejected. People don't like to deal with me. Uh, they know I'm coming. Talk about. They know I'm coming with the demons now. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm I don't uh, hang with a lot of people because of what I do. I. Uh, I'm serious about my ministry. I'm not perfect. I'm doing the best I can, and I'm trying to teach you everything about this day. Please, in the name of Jesus, honor this Sabbath day. Now, let's go to the book of Hebrews. Now, the author says something about the Sabbath that should get your attention. Pay close attention to this, because it has something to do with Jesus. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1 through 11. Hebrews chapter 4, one through 11. The promise of rest. This is the Sabbath. This is in the New Testament. So don't come telling me that the Sabbath day is this in the Old Testament. I told you that the stoning doesn't exist with the, with the sin of the Sabbath no more. But it's a spiritual sin if you don't honor it. And those who know it don't teach their congregation, judgment will be again with them. Because he that teaches should be judged more stricter. It's amazing that people can understand prophecy and teach all about all of that. But want to say that the Sabbath is done away with. Uh, uh, Greater Works of the National Ministry didn't want to deal with the Sabbath. That's one reason why I, I, I cut them off. Well, that's not applicable. That ain't that. And he reading out that Amplified Bible. Anybody can teach out of that. Misinterpreting that. No, no. I don't care where you at. I don't care what church you go to. You cannot show me. No, you cannot show me that this is out. The, the Sabbath out. Jesus says he's Lord of Sabbath. He's the Son of God. Did he die and said, I'm not Lord of Sabbath no more? No, he didn't say that. He, Hebrews 4.1, let us therefore fear, least a promise being left. Let us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. He's talking about the Sabbath. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that hear it. So you got to believe that the Sabbath is a day of rest. And you got to mix it with faith to get the benefits from it. For we have believed, do enter into rest, as he says, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works was finished from the foundation of the world, for he spoke in a certain place 
of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. This is in the book of Hebrews. This is in the New Testament. Seeing, therefore, it reminded that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. And some you don't believe, so you can't get into the rest if you don't believe. Well, I don't believe in the Sabbath. Well, you don't believe in the Bible. See, this is the problem that I got with preachers. They take, some preachers preach the same thing over and over, four or five years. They preach six months, they go right back to the, they go pull their old archives out. You don't need that. You need a fresh word of revelation. And you need to do it yourself. And you need to get in the computer, go on, go on Google and put in the Sabbath, scriptures about the Sabbath. Where is that in the Old Testament? Where is that in the New Testament? And get you some knowledge. And stop depending on these preachers to teach you something. Because half of them ain't real. I ain't here to judge none of them. Half of them ain't real. I don't know them. Don't want to know them. I, I deal with Pastor Earl White. He's a deliverance minister, a good man of God. I know him. I deal with Vanish Janice Taylor. I know her. I deal with Brother Tommy. I know him. I know their spirit. I deal with Pastor Steve Lee. I know his spirit. I deal with uh, uh, Evangelist, uh, uh, Evangelist uh, Janice Taylor, Apostle Candace Durden, people who I know that know the word of God. So when we don't mix it with faith to believe that the Sabbath is applicable, then you can't get no benefits out of it. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he says, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he spoke a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, Sin, therefore, it remained that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of what? Unbelief. Again, he limited certain days, saying a day to David, and David today, after so long a time, as it was said, today, if ye will hear his voice, hearken not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day, there remembereth therefore a rest to the people of God. Jesus confirmed that. The Bible just says that. Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of God, says that he approved the Sabbath and we should rest. Jesus says it about his Father. Here in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1 through 11. Now, before we close, let's go to Acts chapter 13, verse 44. Acts chapter 13, verse 44. And the next Sabbath day, came almost the whole city together 
to hear the word of God. That's in the New Testament. Let me read this again. Acts 13.44 And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. The choice is yours. You still want to be stubborn and stiff-necked as the Bible says, Acts 7.51, 2 Chronicles 30, verse 8, and not believe the Sabbath? Then you're missing the blessing. You don't want to get healed? Then you're missing the blessing. You don't want to get rejuvenated spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, shut off all the worldly functions and systems that's designed to stress you out and come unto the rest of the Lord Jesus is worth more than a million dollars to me. To have peace with Christ, you can't pay for that. That's priceless. That's priceless. This day is just not a regular day. This is a supernatural, powerful day. I can tell you testimonies after testimonies of how much the word of knowledge will operate in me on a Saturday. And we're back to Saturday services. I worked so hard, I just I was tired. And I began to do a deliverance seminar three weeks, three weeks ago, and I got so many emails. Please, with Sabbath keepers, please stay on on Saturdays. And I will be on this Saturday. We have Sister Sheila Newborn coming to visit her and her family from Boston, Massachusetts. We'll welcome them. She'll be in the service with us this coming Saturday. Please, brothers and sisters, enter into his rest. You know how much stress it is out here in this world? How hard it is to pay bills? We need a plug to regenerate us. We don't need no liquor. That ain't going to regenerate you. Cocaine ain't going to regenerate you. Heroin ain't going to regenerate you. Alcohol ain't going to regenerate you. Being gluttony and eating, that ain't going to satisfy. It's going to make you feel good for a minute, but blow you up. But plug into the rest of God. Put down everything and say, I'm going to believe the Sabbath is still applicable for me. And I guarantee you, you will never be the same. You know, when I first started to try to learn the Sabbath, I began to not even have no respect to it. Because I wasn't taught to understand the Sabbath. God had to correct me on that. And now I see this a holy day that Jesus still implements. He said in Hebrews 4. So if you want to go back and study that, I'll be happy to give you the scripture. Hebrews 4, 1 through 11. You have to mix the Sabbath with faith. And believe that you will receive a blessing on that day and rest. Read the word. Talk to the Lord. I talk to the Lord every day. I'm in here by myself. Uh, just me and the Holy Ghost. And I have Jesus. So don't ever say you'll be alone. You're by yourself. The Lord said, I'll never leave you, nor shall I forsake you. You know, I can talk to the Lord and sometimes I can feel the presence of just the peace of him coming upon me. I'm not perfect. I'm far from perfect. I, I'm, I'm the worst of all sinners. I really don't like to be called apostle anymore. Please, it's 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 one that's sent. I know I'm sent to do a radio, but I don't deserve being an apostle. Just call me Emmett. 
brother Emmett, I just want to get to heaven. That, 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 that comes with a price. We're going to continue to talk about sufferings. We don't have the time. I really chewed more into the Sabbath than I needed to, but it was beneficial because I had to obey the Holy Spirit. But the next sermon we're going to dig into tomorrow night, because again, on, in the daytime, I have some personal things, I have depositions to do. And this is why we're teaching at 2 o'clock in the morning, because I got to get it going to the VA tomorrow morning and get prepared for deposition. That's from 9 to 5. So after I get off, I do the counseling, read the email, study, and prepare for midnight and just switch my schedule around until I get through taking care of this personal business. Please pray for me. And pray for my staff members. Pray for your loved ones and your family members who don't know the Lord. Don't try to preach to them because you're wasting your time. A prophet is not honored in his own home. Just pray. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray that justice will be done in the United States and this crook won't get away from this. We don't, we don't need no president that acts like a criminal and people still support this. This this is this is to show you the decaying of America society where Christians are still believing that this man is gifted by God to lead them out of the problems that the United States have. Donald Trump, he can't lead himself out of out of his but he can't even keep his mouth shut. We have serious issues in America. Please pray for your country. Second Chronicles seven fourteen, the people who are called by my name shall humble themselves that he will heal their land. Pray for your country, because the United States needs it. Pray for your nations where you at, pray for Jamaica. And we pray that reparations will be given to these people. And we pray that they get total script independence from that Great Britain. Great Britain has done some evil things to people. They need to apologize for all the slave trades and everything they've done and the United States for the atrocities of oppressing people of color for over 400 years. These spirits and demons don't care nothing about you. Paul says we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. We ain't wrestling against a white person or a black person. You're wrestling against the damn devil in them. And he can get in me, he can get in you, he can get in any of us. That's what you're wrestling with. We're looking at the people, you better look at the demon. Because it's the demon in the person, not the person in the demon. And you need to really buckle up your belt because times is going to get hard. Y'all got to start trusting the Lord. And can't be trusted in the system and trusting in people. You need to really trust totally and sell yourself out and trust in the Lord and hold on to him. Even if you got a weakness or a problem in your life or a stronghold, still don't quit. I'm telling you. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. If I wouldn't be doing this, I would not be happy at all in my life. Um, no joke, I'm 62. I've traveled. I've been all over the world. I'm not happy. I can't be in no nightclub listening to no jazz. I, my, my mind be on what I just studied. And I got to get off now, and I'm going to go and listen to some Derrick Prince until I fall asleep. Then I'm going to wake up and do my personal business and stay in the Word and stay in the Word, and then I pray in tongues. And after I get through doing my deposition and get it over, I go right back in the Word. Let me tell you something. That's the only thing that's sustaining me. My schedules are very difficult, and some people like to call and socialize with me. I don't mean any harm, but I don't have the time. I'm a pastor, 
uh, I'm dealing with a lot of people. I wish that I can just have the time to sit back and talk to you and just fellowship with you. I just don't have time. People want to invite me to go fishing, and I don't have the time. I'm trying to get back to Jamaica and get back permanent to Jamaica. That's where I desire to live. And if the Lord take me away, I'd like to be buried in Jamaica. I don't want to be buried in the United States. I love Jamaica. I love the country. I love the nation. I love the people. I love America. I'm an American. But I love Jamaica. I love Jamaica because I'm Jamaican in heart. And God bless Kingston's Jamaica. God bless Finland. Beautiful people out of Finland. The gospel's being preached there. Thank the Lord for this brother who's helped me out so much in technical stuff. I want to thank Sister Sheila. Thank you for your posting on Facebook. I want to thank Sister Durton who helps me every night when we do deliverance. I mean, on Fridays, we go at it long, long hours. Brother Paul, who's helped us. Brother T. Rowe with his contribution. Mama out of Finland. Uh, Pastor Steve Leas. There's so many people in compartments with this uh, ministry that works together in harmony to get the gospel out. There's a lot of people behind the scenes that you don't see, especially Minister Candace Durden. She's my assistant, and she does deliverance with me when I'm with a woman, because can't no woman say he's trying to talk to me, give the devil <laughs> no place, Ephesians 4.27. God is good. God is good all the time. I ask you tonight, consider and open your heart to the Sabbath. Go into his rest and be blessed. Please sow a seed to keep us on air. This is where I trust in God. I ain't here to beg you. I'm not here to quote four or five scriptures and say, you sow into here, God going to promise you that back. I can't do that. Because God's ways are not my ways. He may bless you in a different way. I don't know how he'll bless you, but he will. Please sow a seed to keep us on air. We appreciate your contributions. You can go to www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand corner of the icon, and you can sow a seed to keep us on air. You can go to www.livedeliverance.com and go to GoFundMe also. If you would like to be a member of this ministry, we will be happy to do so. I have about 1,500 emails to read a day. Sometimes it may take two or three weeks for me to get back with you a month. I'm doing this all by myself. I don't have a, a, a full-time staff that will do everything. I have most of the part-time staff members that work full-time jobs. I'm the only one that's full-time, 24 hours a day, doing this ministry we thank you for your contributions if you've never given before pray that you'll be able to give and we ask that if you need any help any assistance and deliverance if anyone has demonic spirits in their home in the atlanta area or anywhere i am not able to do anything until september i had to postpone going to pittsburgh pennsylvania to teach some some deliverance at a at, at a brother's house to uh, train some people who wanted to learn this ministry. I had to cancel that due to my court cases that's coming up. I'm not able to do any exorcisms this week. I would like to let everyone know that I will contact people who we had appointments with. I won't be able to do it until the 22nd. I would be able to start back because I got a lot going on in this month of August with legal issues. But we will be doing deliverance on Friday night, and Saturday we will definitely be teaching. But Wednesdays, Thursdays, uh, and Fridays, uh, Tommy, Brother Tommy will be teaching. I won't be able to because I'm dealing with a legal issue with some 
briefs and uh, depositions, some stuff like that personally, with some cases that I'm dealing with, and I ask that you pray that God give me favor. And I pray for you, and send me your name, and let me know what you need to be prayer for, and we'll, we'll pray for you. We also have a blog talk room, air code 646-378-1857, and we teach the Word of God in there Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. But I've been not able to teach this week due to the fact that uh, my personal business is taking up a lot of some of my time and my ministry. I have to get this out the way. So please be patient with me, and I'll get back. But we will have some teaching in there, not by me, but by Derek Prince or Frank Hammond or Sister Janice uh, Taylor or Pastor Steve Lee. Shalom. Rest on the Sabbath. Don't be deceived. Look into this. Look at the scriptures that the Lord gave you. Obey them. Be blessed by it, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. God bless. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.